all comes down to this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to CGF Minis semifinals episode. We're down to just four teams. My name is Jacob Park. And my name is Wyatt Keener. It's beginning to feel and look a lot like Christmas outside. Uh, I'm recording this episode from my parents' basement, my my dad's old office. Just upstairs after my run today, I was trying to get it in before the snow and grab some coffee that my dad made. And then my mom just finished making white Christmas mix with a new ingredient this year. She mixed in some CGF minis into the batch. And this is just the best batch of white Christmas mix I've ever had. It's just adding all kinds of new flavors. It's just another way you can use this incredible product by our <laughs> loving sponsors, CGF Minis. Really adds a punch to the mix, I imagine. A little <laughs> sour with the sweet, like CGF Minis always does. Lovely. Yeah, we've got an Arctic Blast arriving here shortly for a perfect playoff weather. Uh, before we get to the upcoming week, let's talk about last week, though, and say goodbye to two more teams, unfortunately. The end of the road for the Matriarchs and the God Kings. Matriarchs uh, put up a somewhat disappointing week, given how they had been performing. The quarterback position uh, combined for less than 20 points. And then the Cowboys players that were mentioned in the flagship podcast, Dalton Schultz, Easy Girl, Elliot, and Tony Pollard, all with fine weeks but not enough to keep pace with the winner faces on the other side who exploded for the highest point total of the week. Uh, the Matrix uh, general manager and owner, Katie, said that the Matrix don't even start trying until the final couple months of the season, but you wonder if they dug themselves into a bit too much of a hole uh, needing the strong stretch to close the season to make the playoffs, and then by the time they made it a little bit too tired to keep up their winning ways. But again, and really more than anything, it was an unlucky draw to play against the winter faces and their explosive week. On the other side, it's the end of the season for the God Kings. A lot of people's Cinderella pick for a surprise run to the championship a mainstay of the uh, semifinal weekend that we're approaching. It's their first season where they failed to qualify and uh, in excruciating fashion. I hope that Z and Brady are doing well uh, we were privy to their emotions on Monday night as they were watching and aggressively cheering against Christian Watson. Christian <laughs> Watson did enough as 8.6 points clears God Kings by 6, 0.6, uh, but he waited until the fourth quarter to do it, had everybody on pins and needles in a thrilling matchup. Um, this is one where you're just sick if you're a, a God Kings fan. There's not much they could have done. Uh, you know, they they started the right players by and large, but they were project projected at one point in the in the during the games for 180, 190, and uh, unfortunately bottomed out at 133.1. A matchup they are favored to win and project predicted to win by both of our flagship co-hosts, Hunter and William. And uh, after Kirk Cousins' strong start, 34.4 points in that Saturday game, I think uh, everybody was feeling pretty good about the God Kings advancing and moving on to play the Brews, but everybody it seemed like underperformed on sunday and by the time everything was wrapped up the marley magic season keeps rolling we'll see how they perform this week against the Bruce as we move to our semifinal matchups
Yeah, seeding played a really large role in the postseason so far. Um, Matriarchs outscored both the God Kings and the Marley Magic. So um, losing that fifth seed spot to Brady in just the last two weeks, that kind of sealed their fate because they would still be in it had that not happened. Um, I looked back two weeks ago at what those games were, and they lost a touchdown to Navi by just three points um, two weeks ago. So with that win and if the God Kings hadn't uh, beat the winter faces and I think the pit Kings was their, their final one. I yeah. mean, those two games made the difference in, in who's still here and who's not. So, um, so far this playoffs, the seedings is just playing a little more honestly than it normally does. The three seed kind of did as, as they, you would expect them to do uh, cleaning up the first round and, and would have won against any of the matchups um, had they had them. Yeah. We, uh, we play a lot of what if with, um, with fantasy football in the first two seasons in particular, we've talked a lot about that with Marley Magic's near championship in year one, or uh, Bruce not getting the buy in year one, or Touchdown to Abby not getting the buy in year two, all sorts of what ifs. I really thought that this year there weren't that many what ifs. Um, the the Gotham Knights, had they been the three seed, still would have beat the Matriarchs. Um, so we'd, we'd have this winner face Gotham Knights matchup pretty much no matter what here in the semifinals. But I hadn't thought about had the Matriarchs been able to to secure one of the fourth or, the fourth or fifth seeds. Um, and early in the season, they had some tough losses too. I think the Matriarchs were, started very slow out the gate and looked like they might miss the playoffs. So yeah, it shows why mm-hmm. every game matters. And if you look at the, the Constellation bracket as well, um, touchdown to Nabby and uh, Rocky Mountain Mooses would have beaten everybody in the uh, playoff bracket other than winter faces too. So we talk a lot about, you know, what if uh, anybody can beat anyone any given week. And I imagine sometimes when you're one of those teams towards the bottom of the standings, it feels like we're just gassing you up for no reason, but uh, crazy things happen in the playoffs. And we're seeing that right now with injuries to, um, to important players on these top teams, but also just spike weeks from, from players that you don't expect. Um, and so touchdown to Nabby. 187.84 was the second highest, or excuse me, third highest, because uh, the Brewers scored more in there by, but still one of the highest scoring weeks. And so uh, what could have been had they made the playoffs as well? But yeah, a lot of fun what-if scenarios you can twist your head into. That's right. And we can go ahead and uh, move into what our matchups are for this week. Uh, first on the, the game slate, we have Winter Faces visiting the Gotham Knights, the uh much anticipated rivalry rematch, new rivalry brewing here. Um, the Knights do have the all-time series record here by a score of three to two, uh, but this will be the first time the teams have met in the playoffs. Um, you've already managed to break uh, precedents that we've had set from previous seasons by advancing out of the three seed spot into the semifinals, um, and you're going to have to do it again here because we've never had a, a a championship that featured a team that wasn't a one or two seed. So. Um, you, you or Marley Magic could be the the first team to do that. Um, I don't know if the roster is set for today yet, but I did find it interesting that the Gotham Knight, Josh Jacobs, was not in the starting running back position. You would think he'd be RB1. <laughs> He's all the way at the very bottom in the final flex spot, so I don't know if that was intentional um, or if there's anything behind that, but I just thought that was interesting for how much talk there's been about him Wow, um, yeah. at the end of the year here. And I know their marketing team has been featuring him in the promotional materials. He was That's in true. The, the jersey, the live jersey shot. Um, 
couple of weeks ago. He's been central to the Gotham Knights' success this week, as admitted on his podcast. Uh, Gotham Knights general manager Hunter Hall has also admitted a bit of fear to play the winner faces, given the trash talk he's been doing. Um, they met in week uh, 12, it was, when the Gotham Knights were in the midst of a tear to take the two seed from the winner faces. But um, you don't know what you're going to get with uh, with the winner faces. Two weeks ago, the last week of the regular season, they had a terrible performance with 120-some points. But then last week with 213 behind their cavalcade of superstar running backs, Christian McCaffrey and uh, back-to-back RB1, Jarek McKinnon, leading the way with Ramondre Stevenson and Raheem Mostert in tow. Uh, it should be a... Uh, a heavyweight matchup with high point totals. I think both these teams will go into the 200s. It's currently projected to be a 50-50 chance uh, with the projections within 1.23 points of each other. So anybody's game. The Gotham Knights will be relying on Josh Jacobs against Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he only had 13 points last week. Maybe that's the reason for the demotion to the, <laughs> the flex position. Uh, he also starts his game later than um, the other three running backs that are starting. So maybe in case there's some last minute injury news, we know Josh Jacobs has been nursing. I believe it's an ankle injury for the past couple weeks, but um, last week was the first time it slowed him down. He's, his workload seems to be consistent. And um, all eyes turned toward Pat Fryermuth, who uh, I predicted as the second tight end for the playoffs. Uh, he should put up some massive numbers against that porous Las Vegas defense. But um, the Gotham Knights, because of two injuries that we have to talk about uh, to Jonathan Taylor and Tyler Lockett, a reminder that despite the Gotham Knights earning a bye, unfortunately, the, their players do not get the chance to rest in real life. Um, so because of those two injuries, they're going to be forced into a position where they start someone who doesn't usually start. In fact, probably two people that don't usually start, Fryermuth being one of them, although he's a very capable starter. But then right now, uh, they have Chris Moore in one of the wide receiver slots. There's still time to move that around. You don't know exactly who it's going to be at this point. Could be Paris Campbell, could be Kendall Hinton, um, could be Brandon Cooks even. But uh, you wonder if that will come back to bite them or if uh, Chris Moore will become that that waiver wire superstar that often arrives in the playoffs. So uh, an exciting week until, and uh, I'm expecting this one to be a 215 to 210 winner face win. Should be a thriller. <laughs> Predicting even the score. Yeah, I think right. Sleeper has you within a point of each other right now in the projections. So this is, oh, I'm excited for this matchup. We were spoiled last week with that uh, thrilling Monday night ending um, coming yeah. down to to Christian Watson as well as in the real NFL, just all the games. There were some crazy games. I don't know if you got a chance to watch Saturday in particular. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, and Sunday had that crazy ending too. With uh, I can't remember who the Patriots were playing, but with Mac Jones, they tried like, to lateral back to him. And he yeah, just got the Raiders. I don't know what was happening there. The maybe the most bizarre play in NFL history. I can't think of like a <laughs> stupider wild one. I'm very curious to see what happens to Jacoby Myers, the guy who threw the pass back to Mac Jones and essentially cost them the game. And Bill Belichick, of course, is not doesn't have the the most uh gracious response he's to ruthless. mistakes. Yeah, he's ruthless. <laughs> That's the way he's saying it. So um curious to see and and curious to see if he makes the Bruce starting lineup too. Because what if he gets benched after that or whatever and you take the zero? I don't know. Tough managerial decisions here. This is my finals. 
Yeah, he needs a status and sleeper, like possibly in trouble with coach <laughs> or something like that to warn, to warn you. That's right. All right. Well, moving on to our second matchup this week, we have the Marley Magic visiting the Brews. Uh, the Brews hold this all-time series record four to two. Um, I thought this was interesting. This is actually the second most common matchup uh, behind God King's winner winner faces, but it's tied with the Brews matriarch. So, some of those teams that made playoffs a few times really rack up the games against each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see if. Uh, if Noah and Ryan can pull off a another miracle win here to keep keep their playoffs alive, um, I've kind of been thinking about the lore behind Noah leaving the the Flaming Hot Cheetahs and joining this team, and and I'm kind of imagining that the Rocky Mountain Mooses fans just just hate Noah, and it's like a Stan, <laughs> a Stan Kroenke who yeah. was the one who sold the Rams situations where they just right. against wherever he went and his success. Uh, <laughs> but the, the young man went out is going out and making a name for himself. You know he's. It's taking the Marley magic down to the, the semifinals. So we'll see how far it can go. I love that. He he drafted this terrible organization and then <laughs> fled after he couldn't, couldn't turn things around to a team with a richer history. Drafted no, them I'm, and tanked, I'm, tanked I'm, them to the bottom, <laughs> sold off other players, and then left. left town. Uh, I'm only joking. The, the, the um, Raggy Mountain Mooses are in a great position, as we know. You left the franchise in a great spot. Um, the... Uh, the Magic and Bruce, did did you say, have they played in the playoffs before, or do you know? Played they have. Um, I believe the Magic, I've got the database open, if you give me just a second. I'm pretty yeah, sure they knocked the Bruce out in year one. Okay, that's In right. the quarterfinals. Yes, they that's did. Right. They were the sixth seed, and they beat the three seed Bruce. Okay, so they have a history of, of pulling up unexpected upsets against the Bruce. Um, also, I didn't mention this, but it's wild that I have never played the Gotham Knights in the playoffs, given that we're two of the teams to make the playoffs every season. Um, but a repeat of year one here between the Marley Magic and the Bruce Matthews. Last week, Magic fans were singing the hit song by B.O.B. and Rivers Cuomo. I've got the Magic and me as they left their watch parties Monday night following Christian Watson's superstar performance despite his lack of touchdowns or any real significant production. Uh, but you expect him to get back on track this week. He's been averaging two touchdowns a game before last week. Maybe he gets four this week to make up for that and leads Marley Magic to a, a, a semifinal victory. I, I don't count anything out with this team. They're predicted, as we mentioned, by both William Spicer and Hunter Hawes to lose versus the God Kings. But um, young uh, Brock Purdy, has been, uh, you know, you, you, you get waiver wire pickup, quarterback pickups off the, um, I can't talk. You get quarterback pickups off the waiver wire uh, all season long, but to get this type of performance from them and from a third stringer, because he's behind both Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo, um, he's been sensational. So we'll see what he can do against a pretty tough Washington defense. Um, unfortunately for yeah, go. So he's listed as uh, questionable this week. I don't know how serious that is, but yeah, it says he has some kind of rib injury. That's... So we'll see if that uh, comes into play. Yeah, you have to imagine that'd be painful for your throwing. Um, and we need to mention too that Nick Chubb and Kenneth Walker are both listed as questionable. And a lot of players have questionable tags during the week and that don't add up to much. But um, I've been following both of them, and they I don't think either has practiced yet this week. We are at the point of the season. Oh, I do see Nick Chubb is back at practice as of this morning. We're recording this on Thursday. So that's very good news for the Magic. Um, we are at the point of the season where, especially with running backs, 
um, teams like to give them some maintenance to, uh, you know, make sure that their body is ready for all the hits that they're going to take during the weekend. Um, and so you hope that's the case here, but, uh, I know that Kenneth Walker is yet to practice and he's been dealing with some nagging injuries. Chubb hasn't missed any games yet, so let's hope he's good to go. Um, but we'll see uh, if the young rising team is able to continue their run. It's one of those teams where they're too young to really know the stakes, I think. You know, they don't realize uh, exactly the pedigree of the team they're going up against, um, a team who's looking to return to the CGF championship for the second year in a row. They're dealing with some injuries themselves. Um, they lost Jalen Hurts during the their bye week, and he was ruled out officially today. There's rumors. Who knows? There's rumors he could be out a couple weeks. There's rumors he almost was ready to go this week. So um, you hope that uh, that he's healthy for the CGF championship if they're able to qualify. In the meantime, though, the waiver wire superstar Geno Smith, who has been quarterback seven on the year, um, should be throwing the ball a lot against the Kansas City defense. Uh, if they're looking to come back and then they'll ride with Zach Wilson, who had a humongous 20 point week last week after looking rather awful for most of the year and losing <laughs> his starting job. Um, so they hope he can continue that tonight, Thursday night against Jacksonville's also pretty soft defense. Um, otherwise we know all the big names behind the quarterbacks, uh, Mark Andrews against the Atlanta defense, who's been giving up huge tight end weeks every week. We'll look to rebound. I say this every week, but um, still some slow starts with Tyler Huntley. I said that he went miss a beat with Tyler Huntley starting, but since Tyler Huntley has started, he's uh, at 4.7 and 7.6 points. So very, very soft Atlanta defense, currently projected to be tied in two on the week, and uh, I expect he should be. Um, I can't pick against the Magic, though. Uh, everybody else makes that mistake, and so I'll say <laughs> 204 Marley Magic to 203 Bruce Matthews, uh, thanks to a uh, sensational Christian Watson week where he puts up 40 points. We'll see. Yeah, I don't have a score prediction, but my preferred championship matchup that we get at the semifinal would be Gotham versus Bruce. Um, just because I like the storyline of the the two teams who have made the championship and didn't get one out. It would be cool if one of them got one, but I wouldn't be mad if the Magic snuck, snuck in either for Either uh, either opponent, I wouldn't care in that case. I guess rooting against you still to keep the draft pick as low as I can, but um, right. least preferred matchup would definitely be just a repeat of last year's championship just because that bores me. Although it would have some good storylines, seeing if the Bruce can get it done this time. Yeah, I, uh, and you also have the podcast hosts going up against each other. That'd be a, a good episode to listen to beforehand. See if they can. <laughs> it's like a heavyweight ma uh, boxing matchup where they go to the weigh-in and they gotta look each other <laughs> in the eyes and measure each other up. See if they can keep it together, keep their cool before their players take the field. Um, yeah, it's a uh, the one downside to this matchup. It's a real candy-ass uniform matchup. This is not cold weather football <laughs> gear. Uh, got some bright yellows. I guess the dark green works, but with the when you pair the dark green with the bright yellows, it looks like they should be playing in a circus, not some December football. So hopefully the product on the field <laughs> shines through despite despite that that look. I love the uniforms to be clear. It's just like it doesn't look like December football. You know, like if you replace <laughs> Dutch Downton Abbey with uh with Marley Magic, then we'd get some December football. But they are from California. What can you expect? Those Monterey showboys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what the strongest championship combo could be. 
I really Pretty like the game. Good. Your game this week looks great. That's great. Just rivalry game. Yeah, white and black, blue and, white. Blue and red. Yeah. Yep, exactly. That just that one's beautiful, but. I'll be pretty pleased no matter who we get. None of these teams really clash with each other, which is nice. We don't have uh, Navy on Navy like we had the first year with the Matriarchs, Gotham Knights. So um, I was talking to Wyatt before we started recording that I'm recording this one from my dad's old office. So there's all kinds of old memorabilia in here, which is pretty cool. Uh, one thing I just noticed and while we were recording is this is my old baseball helmet from when we were the Fenton Rangers. And he hand-painted the helmet with our emblem that was on our hat even no back then, uh, which is pretty cool because it our jerseys were almost replicas of the Texas Rangers with the exception of that we had an F on our hats for Fenton, which is the city we played in instead. And he's got Nolan's too from when they were the Eureka Indians. So they had that old script eye, just like the yeah. real Cleveland Indians had a long time ago. So he painted um, that on your dad? Yeah, he hand painted both of these. Wow. Uh, and then it spread throughout our team to where I think eventually he like, I don't know if parents were like giving them the helmets and he was painting them, but like most of our team had them. And then I think when we got a little older in like middle school, we actually had like real decals. So um, I thought it was funny how much he cared about uh, like the sports aesthetics too. And I didn't really realize it then, but that's probably a big influence on why yeah. I'm so obsessed with it as well. But that's lovely. Cool I didn't ever, I never know that about John. You have to, we'll have to, for our Patreon subscribers, of course, they can watch the podcast <laughs> online. But uh, for those who don't subscribe, we can upload maybe some pictures of those helmets so people can see them. Because yeah, the the font matches the Texas Rangers perfectly and the Cleveland Indians, uh, now the Guardians perfectly. So wow, incredible. I didn't know he had such a, a good artistic hand for those things. But um, to do that on a helmet, I imagine is pretty difficult. You know, it's not like a flat surface. Yeah. yeah to judge the height and the width correctly so really impressive artistry there from uh from john that's that's awesome stuff so yeah it's uh we appreciate that those seeds he planted some uh 20 plus years ago have sprouted into the beautiful aesthetic of our league the the jerseys that make it come to life and uh, become a real obsession that we can all immerse ourselves in <laughs> yeah I, I got home uh last night to my parents and he had just bought a new ps3 and he was stuck um our old one like the original one we all played will no longer read disc and so he's desperately trying to save his vanderbilt ncaa a college football dynasty he's on like the sixth season of so <laughs> he's trying to move that save over and for some reason you can't transfer saves between ps3s oh. because it when you load it in the game it says like this file belongs to another user um so he like Shoot. one of my help to see if I could find a way around it. So I had to look online and I found some like modders who made a program where you put the saves on a flash drive and you like reassign them to the user ID of the new profile on the new PS3. So it's like <laughs> this weird mod they built that I had to figure Brilliant. out how to switch it for him. And it, it worked, but it took me like an nice. hour to like watch this YouTube video. <laughs> and he, the whole time he was like bringing me popcorn and stuff, but he was just like, he brought me a beer. He's just like, did you need anything else? He was being, it was like, comedic character that's he was so happy i was trying to figure it out and then we got to work and uh, i was nervous when he loaded in and it it actually worked though. i was shocked it's just this free software somebody made with their free time that's that, amazing uh, <laughs> you I free love but you have such a knack for finding these obscure very old uh video game modifications i guess it's this one isn't necessarily specific to this college football game right it could be for any old save file on a playstation 3 or was it specific to 
no it's for yeah it's for it's for any but yeah that's what i was kind of thinking that my nhl four uh stuff came in handy it was like a really similar process <laughs> of like manipulating files from another game or something like that so but yeah he had that going and he has a uh college hoops 2k8 season he does every year there's some guy who makes the rosters online still for that game like updated ones so he always plays a season of that usually is a a slew i think st louis university because that's kind of the team he's been been watching a lot of so that's right i love that that's incredible okay i didn't realize that you guys got that from your dad so honestly the uh that's that's wonderful i'm uh excited for the for him to be cheering on and maybe playing as the popular ballers next year on a 2007 madden or something with some some custom jerseys you'll have to get him set up there so he can be throwing the ball from uh from deshaun watson to uh to cooper cup or whoever it may be dak prescott we'll use dak so we don't have a sexual abuser that would be yeah incredible i want to say 2k5 it's the one of the 2k nfl games um who has a it has an eagle wide receiver on the cover i can't remember who 81 Whoever that oh, would have been, like, yeah, know. Terrell Owens, T.O. That's I right. I think that one is like the game, like NHL 4, that I think online somewhere people are still modding. No um, kidding. So, if we could get that somehow and had updated rosters and then we could figure out how to make our jerseys and that, that oh would be so fun to play. Gosh, that would like be that. amazing. But yeah. I have to look in how the, the jerseys are, at least for NHL 4, aren't as simple as like, you know, like uploading sure. just like a picture because it, well, the way the files look, it's like all splayed out weird. So it'd be kind of hard to edit them. But if we could figure that out, that'd be so cool. Incredible. Even just get screenshots of like the matchups would be fun to have. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Just dreaming of it makes me happy. <laughs> uh, well, any closing words, Jake? It's been fun to talk about sports video games, which is basically what we're doing here, I guess, with the fantasy. It's not that different. <laughs> Yeah, sorry to, to derail us so much, but no, I uh, loved it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really have anything else. Good luck this week. Thank you. Excited. Uh, I think it'll be some high scoring weeks despite this weather. Who cares about a little Arctic blast? Hopefully, everybody stays warm and nobody's pipes burst or any nightmares like that. So, uh, we'll see you all next week for a little championship preview. Yep. Merry Christmas, everybody. Stay safe, stay warm, and we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas. Thank you.